Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact that they were meant to make. Today, we're going to help you stop communication procrastination. But first, let's have an example of interesting communication in our Funny Papers edition. I have a story I want to share from a friend of mine in the cleaning business. I am going to keep her name and her cleaning technician's name anonymous. I'm just going to read this very short story And then we'll have a little brief talk about this. Good morning slash afternoon. I have a situation I'd like some input on. And she's pasting the communication directly from her cleaning tech. And this is what the cleaning tech said. So I'm at a client's house, headphones in, dusting away. I was cleaning the office room and while dusting the desk... I bumped the mouse on their computer screens and five open tabs of my personal Facebook, one on my pictures, one on my profile, other ones I couldn't fully see. I didn't really want to click around. Not my business, even though it's me. I I don't know. Is this normal? Has this happened to other people? I know sometimes I look up random people, but um, I feel super weird about this right now. So this is a cleaner's tech reaching out to the owner of the company like, help me, I'm at someone's house cleaning. I bumped the computer keyboard. It turned off like the screen sleeping and opened up to five windows of this customer creeping on this new cleaning tech's Facebook account. So the comments that I saw about this were, you know what? This could go lots of ways. This could be totally normal. This could It's a situation where people put surveillance cameras in their houses now. And let's face it, Facebook is a source of great information. So people are looking us all up. So this could be totally harmless. And the family is just trying to get a feel for who's coming into their house. And it just so happens that they were discovered. Now, there's nothing wrong. They can't. There's nothing unlawful about this. It just makes the cleaner feel very awkward. On the flip side, it could be a super creepy situation. So we just don't ever know. So we'll just leave that one hanging. So I would advise you and all of your cleaning staffs out there to stop banging on computer keyboards. I have shared highlights and interactions from the smart cleaning tribe that I facilitate on Mondays with this podcast audience multiple times, especially over the past year. This past week's tribe call was wide ranging in topics, but one issue spoke to many in the tribe, communication. When you run a solo business under $100,000, It's fairly easy to maintain all communication of email, texts, and online messages with your customers. For the most part, solos have under 30 customers. 
and they don't have many emails to address. It does get much harder, though, to be responsive and accountable to all communication as your revenue does blast past $100,000. In this episode, this issue comes up big time in 2021 to bite Mark's business. He doesn't ignore the emails. Mark runs a very successful janitorial company out of the Washington, D.C. area, just on the Virginia side. His business is UJS Incorporated United Janitorial Services. His name, Mark Limebury, fantastic friend and business leader in our industry. And you just listen to his heart, his humility, and the lessons he learned in this. And then just listen to the other people chiming in. Lizzie talks about being a perfectionist. Brian talks about things that he's learned and how he's strong in this area. And then you'll see the solution that Mark and Brian both agree to. It's not trying to perfect the way that you do this. It's, you know what, you need to delegate this. Even Carrie agreed, you need to fully delegate this out as your company grows. This is not scalable. You can't run a million dollar company and maintain all communication personally. You will absolutely wear yourself out and you'll lose clients because you can't keep up with everything. So check out this interaction with the Smart Cleaning Tribe from earlier this week on communication procrastination and how to stop it with delegation and accountability. Here you go. What's been the hardest part of running this business in the past couple of years? Now, I guess in the last six months, I've really tuned out. It's like, let, let me delegate all this and I'll give a flip. Because you want, because, because there's other things you want to do outside of cleaning. You're like, I just want to move on and, and I'll just delegate this out so I can do other stuff. Yeah. And I, I made a lot of missteps. I lost at least two clients that I know of all because I just wasn't there for them. I had a meeting last Thursday with uh, 3,000 a month clients at church. And they said, um, yeah, we're looking somewhere else. Because you're not. It, it, different reasons. But one of the reasons was I, I'm not 100% there. Are you? Is it you're not responsive or because you're not physically touching feet inside the building? No, I'm there. I mean, it's literally a mile from my house here. So it's not like I'm commuting far. Yeah. It's one of the closest clients I have. No, I just, you know, they would send an email. They, they cited an example. So I asked for an example. I wasn't defensive. I said, hey, I, I accept that. You know, can you give me some examples so I can improve? And they said, well, we'll send an email to you. You answer it, but you're not answering 100% of it. You're just answering portions of it. To buy you and time, you, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, sometimes I'll go in and investigate it to see if the client's right or what have you, mm. or if they misunderstand something. So I just wasn't there a hundred percent. So I wasn't responding the way they needed me to respond. And that wasn't the, first, I mean, I've had multiple complaints this past year. About that. So that is interesting. Is that ever been an issue be- until before last year? Uh, never been an issue before. No. So I'm, I'm replacing me. And I'm looking for someone. Are you? Yeah. What will they be? Like, what will their position be? Talking like a COO? Uh, Franken position. No, no, Franken position. They're going to come in, check mail, go post office, run to the bank, 
but also check up on our clients and answer phone calls if needed. Just checking up on making sure, um, you know, the client's happy, saying hi to them, going in the evening, translating that to the evening based on what they saw during the daytime, that type of thing. That probably felt awful, right? When you heard that, because you realize, you know what? Because I, I do that with emails too. Like if I, I get something and I'm like, yeah, I don't quite have the answer to this yet. I'll respond back with like a bit of the answer just so I can be responsive. But then I'm like, okay, that buys me time to go get the rest of the answer. Then I might forget to get back to them or what? And then things slip through the cracks and you don't, you don't, I, I've done it. You don't fully answer it. And that's kind of what you're talking about, right? Exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, I, I knew I was aware to this issue starting in August, September. It became painful in early December. I think I told you about Ace Hardware. Maybe, maybe not. I Ace is vaguely client. Yeah. One of our clients, they sent me an email, like an essay, a newspaper article. And then in one sentence, and it's all non-urgent stuff. It's like, hey, you know, here's feedback, da, 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 da. you know, stuff. I literally called the employee that moment and said, hey, here's the feedback I need or, or that they gave. But there's one sentence in there. They said, hey, we're having our 10th anniversary celebration. We need to have you come in, do a cleaning on such and such day. It's off cycle. Oh, yeah. And you and didn't one see that in there. Of a long essay. And so I glanced through everything, I, I except for that one sentence, and I wasn't paying attention. We dropped the ball. They were upset. I mean, really upset. And I fired myself from that client. I, I told him, hey. And he's a friend, too. That's the thing. I said, hey, I, we're, I'm just not there 100%. I dropped the ball on this one. I screwed up. I can't make it right for you because it's already passed. But I'd like to step away from cleaning your location. Mm. And I said, we'll, we'll stick on for as long as you need us. And if you want our, so we have a sub in there. If you want our subcontractor, hire her. She, uh, I'll talk to her. That's what you want. And he responded back, for your honesty, that's what I want. Mm. So hired her directly. Man, that's a gut punch. And, and, and we weren't out much. It's 350 a month. I mean, come on. Yeah, but it, it's it's the reputation, yeah. right? It's the little it's, yeah, the little hit like that. What Mark and I were talking about, like I've done it too. It's like, it's more habitual, right? Mark, it's like, you know what? I, it's, just, it's like, you're just, you got, you, you got a lot, of, a lot of plates spinning and then another piece of email comes in like, Oh, I don't, I'm not going to purposely forget this, but I'm going to send something back quick so that I can know that I was responsive, but then I didn't, I didn't answer the whole thing. And it's by, it's, it's essentially a way to procrastinate because you don't, you just, you don't, you're not equipped to answer the full thing right now. So I, I get that. So who else is guilty of this? Or is it just Mark and I? Michelle, fess up. Lizzie, after after her. We're having a little uh, fess up session. Just with clients, I am like notorious for dropping the ball on everybody. So <laughs> oh, okay. Andy Shepard uh, accuses me of, I'll answer a text and then throw my phone across the room and then totally forget about my phone for the rest of the day. <laughs> I am super notorious for this. <laughs> Does it, does it hurt you? You think? Yeah, it does. Have you but, had an example with like a customer literally coming out and telling you it hurt you, like Mark did? Like Mark had a customer directly tell him this is why we're we're unhappy. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason I have Misty is because I know that I miss things, so I feel like I, for the most part, I've done my best to like put other things in place to make sure that. 
I'm not the one that is in charge of the time sensitive things like that, but I don't know. It weighs on me. So even, I mean, I have 53 text messages waiting for me right now. And yeah, just in my personal life, those have nothing to do with sparkling homes. <laughs> Lizzie, what, what's, what's your fess up? I can't imagine you missing something. You got the details covered so well. So I'm a perfectionist. Like I'm always battling perfectionism and all my quotes are like, get mo good enough to move on. There's like yep. written right across the thing. Like I'm a perfectionist. So I will not answer calls, not return calls, not return emails because I don't have the time and energy to devote to it well. So I will drop the ball because I have too high of standards or I will do what you said where I'll just like skim past real quick or do something real quick and not handle it to the ability, which is also why when it fails, it feels like crap because when you have perfectionist tendencies, then you can be really hard on yourself for that. But I think, I don't know. It sounds like it might come up with a couple others, but for me, it's perfectionism that keeps me from being able to like, if I'm, if I'm communicating with someone, I want them to have my full attention. Mm -hmm. And if they don't have my full attention, then they need to wait. And I can't give everybody my full attention the whole time. What do you think the fix is for this? Is it, is it batching this like the Tim Ferriss thing, Mark? Well, he'll, as two times a day, we'll check his email and devote a certain amount of time to it. Or is it like, or delegating it out? Because if, if it keeps persisting within ourselves, either we're going to change ourselves or we're going to move it on to a different, different way, right? What's the solution? I think it's delegating. I, I really think it's delegating. Having the right person in there to be able to get the right people who need in front of me or us at any one time to where it's not little things to where it's the important things that are taking our attention. Yeah. It's, I wasn't expecting this would come up. This, this is interesting. Carrie, hundred percent delegation. So is this something you struggle with too? hundred percent. That's what Jenny. So Jenny's listening to this and she's like, she goes, <laughs> I'm surprised. Cause she listened to Michelle. She's like, I'm surprised that, you know, that, that makes me feel better hearing Michelle say that. And I was like, Michelle's me and Michelle didn't have a you. So there's that, there's that thing, like the difference here. So for me, hundred percent delegation, because before, and I consider ClickUp part of my delegation process, like, so before, before ClickUp and before that, like her and Morgan, who knows where I could be now if, if I would have followed up on all those leads years ago, like, hundred percent delegation because the leads portion, we are definitely not lacking in communication for. <laughs> right. But yes, definitely hundred percent delegation on my end. Yeah. Give and it to somebody else to deal with. And you've grown so fast. So when you, when you have fast growth, it ex- whatever issues, whatever cracks, just like um, if there's a crack in a piece of metal and you expose it to hot, really hot heat or a lot of pressure or stress in a quick amount of time, it'll cause the crack to propagate fast and the thing will break fast. So no different. If you have a tiny crack somewhere in your armor in your business and you grow fast, it's going to completely expose it. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what, and you've grown fast. So if this has been, a, if this was a problem at a hundred thousand, ah, it's, no, it's, it's there, but you go to half a million dollars and it's like, Oh, you go to, you had the, if you have the same issue at a million, you're screwed. So like, yeah, if you didn't take care of it at a hundred thousand, it's a crater by now. And yeah, I agree. All right. Who else wants to fess up before we get to some other things or issues? 
Brian, any fessing up or is this not an ever an issue for you? You're a military guy. You don't have communi- communication breakdown. This is a strong point for me. This is something I'm good at. I burned myself once on this and now it's like a read every email, every line, every what? I'm pretty good about keeping on top of like the communication and not missing things. So, and I will say my, my VA is very good about, Hey, you got to get back to this person, but I'm also good with communicating to her that, Hey, set a reminder for me <laughs> or remind me of this if I haven't, you know, so. Is that your tip for it is have someone else basically holding you accountable that you yeah, del- I mean, delegate that, to? I, I've made that a big part of her job. Her, I mean, obviously the first is, is client communication with her, but you know, she has access to my inbox and I'm, you know, one of her jobs is to review that and make sure I'm on top of what I need to be on top of. So I get, I get the text from her all the time. Hey, you haven't got back to this person yet. I mean, is that the best solution? Like Mark, is this kind of where the direction you're going is you have someone or a few people that will kind of be a second set of eyes or maybe the only set of eyes and they, they either fully do it or you check it and then they kind of hold you accountable to make sure you do it. No, I'm outsourcing it. They're going to be the primary and then I'll be the secondary. So you'll be the accountability to them versus where Brian has it. They're the accountability to him. Right. Yeah. So that seems to be the best option. There you have it, everybody. The solution to be able to stop communication procrastination, especially as you scale, is to incorporate delegation, whether you personally are doing it and you delegate the accountability piece like Brian, or you delegate the task of the communication to an employee and you hold them accountable. So you hold on to the accountability piece. Either way, you are going to have delegation plus accountability and that's how you're going to stop communication procrastination. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Would you like to learn more about the Smart Cleaning Tribe and how the tribe could be your accountability piece to your business? Check out our testimonial videos and the free content offered on our tribe page. The link is in the show notes. Have an incredible day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.